see phone. We're gonna listen to some music. There are times that walk from you like some passing hospital little Harold my little puppy he was sadly in a little incident with another dog that just bit his mouth pretty dang good so he's on pain medication folks and so I'm sure he is aware of no pain at all hello seafoam <laughs> my cat seafoam is very fascinated by the record players spinning around I am really sorry if you could hear my singing in the background of that song sometimes I get carried away and I just realized you probably can hear me because I was singing the whole time and I pretty much 
feel like an idiot after you listen to that. Um, that was Iron and Wine with Passing Afternoon off of one of my favorite albums ever, Our Endless Numbered Days. It's absolutely amazing. But, well, folks, man, oh, man, oh, man, are we in for a really, really, really fun time period together coming up. Woo! I'm really excited. I have a new segment called, what did I end up calling it? Oh, yeah, I called it, um... A couple minutes with grandma. I got a couple emails this last past week about my grandmother and wondering just who she was and she's a pretty funny gal, I'll tell you what. So every week coming up she's gonna start telling a story in a little tiny segment we're gonna have and but this week I promised we would be talking about farm animals. So I'll be featuring three or four of my favorite farm animals and they're my favorites because according to most surveys, they are also the kindest. I'm also gonna feature this week the band Samantha Crane and the Midnight Shivers. Oh goodness gracious, these kids are some of my really good friends. They're an amazing band, and I am so excited for you guys to hear at least two of their tunes. But before I get into the show and play the segment with my grandmother, I'd love to play you another song. This song is by the Be Good Tanyas and it's called The Littlest Birds. It's one of my favorite songs to play in the morning when it's bright and sunny, and even though it's all cloudy outside today, I thought it might kind of cheer me up. So, here we go. Well, I feel like an old hobo On sad, lonesome and blue I was fair as a summer day Now the summer days are through You pass through places Places pass through you, but you carry them with you on the soles of your travel shoes. Well, I love you so dearly, I love you so clearly. I wake you up in the morning so early just to tell you I got the wandering blues. I got the Soon on. 
again, that was the V-Good Tanya's with the Littlest Birds. And that's off their album, Blue Horse, which I highly recommend. It's one of their earlier albums. But great. It's got some really great covers, like Lakes of Pontchartrain and um, some really good ones. But I recommend you check it out if you have not heard that album. But yes, let's get right into the segment with my wonderful, wonderful, wonderful grandmother. Um, I had a lot of fun recording this with her earlier today. She was a little puzzled and she couldn't quite understand. And when I first told her I was going to put her on my podcast because people wanted to listen to her. She asked what kind of outfit she did put on. So obviously she didn't even know what a podcast was, which is just sweet. But with no further ado, here is my wonderful grandmother. Okay, Grandma, it is on right now, okay? Okay. Um, well, hi everyone, this is Sam Lamb again, and my grandma. Okay, Grandma, do you want to give your full name? Um, my full name is Ima Jean Fox. <laughs> grandma, do you have a middle name? I, I forget it. Uh, Jean. Oh! Ima Oh, wow. Fox. I thought I'm a Jean, like, the whole time I've known you, I thought that was just one name. No, so it's, it's no, it's not. It, actually, I'm known better as I'm a Fox. <laughs> Grandma. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right, here we go. That's a little addition. <laughs> um, okay, Grandma. Um, we're starting this segment because... Um, everybody out there wants to know more about you, and wants oh, really? to yeah, they want to know about you, Grandma, oh, and they want to hear a short story from a wonderful Grandma. So, uh, do you have a story planned out for me? Uh, I haven't got a plan, but I can tell you one. All right, I'd love to hear a story. Okay, uh, when we were expecting our first child. When it came time to go to the hospital, we were driving at the time, um, Army Jeep. And that's the only way we could get to the highway, because the, uh, the road was mud. Mm -hmm. So we hurried up and and got in the little jeep and uh, my father-in-law said now hurry so we got up to the highway and went to sentinel oklahoma and diane was born there three days later <laughs> which is kind of a record so of some kind. You were in you were in labor for three days. Uh, yeah, off and on. Oh dear. Uh huh. And and you ended up having three more kids, and so right. that didn't that didn't prevent you or, or make you not want to have any more. No. Uh -uh. No. What should I <laughs> say after that? <laughs> well, that's a good story, Grandma. It's very sentimental. Mm. What was the hardest part about about that? Like those three days was just the time, or yeah, um, oh, it it wasn't too awfully bad, but uh, I think we went up there a little 
early <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> Jump the gun. Yeah. God, yeah. Now let's see. Did you need any other stories? Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll wait for next week or next episode oh. for more stories. Okay. Grandma. You can tell a really funny one next time. Okay. okay. All right. Well, say goodbye to everyone, Grandma. Goodbye, everybody. Okay. I've enjoyed talking to you. <laughs> <laughs>
Man, oh man, that would be, that would be a keeper. That'd be a Polaroid right there. I'd bake my world famous pie for that kind of occasion. But that was the segment with my grandmother. And that was, of course, Country Roads by John Denver. I played that song because I really enjoyed that story my grandmother had to, to tell. And back then, they really, nobody in town had the money to buy the gravel in order to even put gravel on the dirt roads. All it was was solid red dirt. And if there was the littlest bit of moisture in the air, it would all turn to mud. So my wonderful grandpa, Harold Fox, purchased a humongous army jeep to get around. He even herded his cattle with it, which is pretty funny. Later in life, he ended up actually downsizing, <laughs> and he really enjoyed getting a golf cart. So he ended up herding his cattle with a golf cart. Man, that was funny to see Grandpa doing that. He did that, I mean, up till his last days. He was riding his golf cart. He was... You'd always hear it in the distance and know that was Grandpa coming. Well, now I would like to talk about our subject of the day, in which that is farm animals. Yay! Oh, man, farm animals. I mean, especially, I mean, I have family that lives across the street, but especially when you live alone and you really just want to enrich your life, farm animals is a great way to do that. And today I'm going to review my top four favorite farm animals. And the reason these are my four favorite farm animals is because they're also the nicest. That's how I rank them. But let's start with our first name, which is the milk goats. I love milk goats. Um, they're very personable animals. They each have their very own unique, unique characteristics. And... I really enjoy goat cheese too. Uh, when I'm getting a couple of miniature goats actually, and I'm going to hopefully produce some goat cheese. I'm very excited about that. In many different instances, I have found that milk goats can actually talk back to you. One day I wasn't having the best day in the entire world. And I wanted to go grab some goat cheese real quick at my friend's farm that's about 20 miles away. This is outside of Oklahoma City, 20 miles away. And um, I was waiting for her to bring it out and three of the milk goats came up and were just kind of staring at me and I began to talking. And Upon each word I said, they would actually respond almost in different tones, really serious tones. They'd look at each other too like they were conversing with one another and they even had the tilting of the head and everything and that's the point where I decided I wanted to get my own milk goats. <laughs> so that was our first animal. Our second animal is the donkey. I absolutely am in love with donkeys. Nothing against cows. I do love cows too. I really, really do. But donkeys really just do top the list for me. Um, for a going away present from my parents, they're, as far as I understand, they're gonna get me a miniature donkey, yay! I'm very excited about it. Um, the one they wanna get for me is um, too young to take home right now, but that gives me plenty of time to prepare for the animal to get here. Um, and that's another thing I should mention. Remember before you're bringing home your animals to have plenty of preparation ready. Make sure you just don't have a, a janky um, fence set up for them. Make sure it's solid or else your animal could get away, especially little ones. They don't know where they are and 
they're just confused. And so make sure you have a really proper setup for your animal before it comes home. It saves a lot of time for you too. But donkeys can become your best friends, really. They will remember who you are. They're very protective of you, number two. Um, and a little known fact about donkeys is that they keep away coyotes. There are quite a few coyotes here in Hobart, Oklahoma, and they do a pretty good job um, of hunting them here, but they still can easily attack any of your animals, especially a lot of the animals on my list that I'll be naming off. But yeah, they keep away coyotes, but um, one of the things you should really watch out for is when you're walking behind them. <laughs> of course, like any donkey, um, they can kick. They really can kick. And sometimes they didn't even they don't even do it on purpose. They could be aggravated by flies or something and they'll just kick trying to get them away and that could leave you a nice scar on your leg. So just be careful around them. Even if you think you know them really, really well, it still can be dangerous. Now for the third animal on our list, which is the chicken. Oh, those lovely mother hens. They're very kind, kind animals, and I have known actually quite a few chickens who will sit on your lap while you're doing busy work. I could possibly have a chicken right now on my lap, except I don't have chickens quite yet. I brought home two baby chickens a couple weeks ago, but I figured I just wasn't completely ready for them, so I have a friend taking care of them a couple miles away right now until I have the proper setup for them. And I'm actually home right now. I'm doing a lot of traveling right now, even out of state um, for my artwork. And so just don't have the time yet, but I'm excited about that time period in a couple weeks where I will be able to stay home for long periods of time. But um, one thing I really enjoy about the, the chickens is that they just have so many different colored eggs and they're very good with children. I've seen very, very small babies just running around in the chickens, and at first they get kind of freaked out, but mostly the chickens who are not around children a lot, or people in general, get more scared. So it's important from a very young age with your little chicks to socialize them. <laughs> just take them on playdates with young children, see what happens. But as long as they grow up around children and other people, they're not scared of any others at all, really. And that's a fun activity for the whole family to partake in, just to go and play with the chickens. Um, the downside of chickens is they can make a major mess. So as much as you want to let them roam the house free, of uh, free, free range chickens. <laughs> Sorry, I was making a joke inside my head, but I'm not going to tell that one. Um, they just can make a major mess in your house. So when you do have them inside, make sure you're watching them and they're close so you don't have to clean up all their messes. <laughs> Alright, our number four animal on our list is the lamb. Now people, I didn't choose it, I didn't choose it just because my last name is Lamb, I promise. Lambs, um, I've known so many lambs in my life who will cuddle with you and they'll even sleep in your own bed if, if you let them. And um, the cool thing about them is lambs can be potty trained. In our house we had one for quite a while that we were babysitting and it would actually walk up to the door and, and scrape on the side of a door with its little hook when it wanted out to use the bathroom and we really didn't even have to do much in order to train it to do that. It was 
very interesting thing just to see it. And what's also great about it is if you let it outside to the front yard, as long as it's familiar with your house, is they will stay close to the house and they're pretty good about not running away. But the downside about the lamb is that they really do need people around. They have kind of anxiety pr problems when they're left alone, especially if they don't have any other little lambs around. So if you find yourself out of town a lot or um, gone for days at a time, it's best to go ahead and get two lambs. Two's better than one, when it's, but you already have one, so why not get two? It just has another playmate to play around with. In my household, I plan on getting at least two of all the animals I'm getting. It's going to be kind of like Noah's Ark, but it's going to be Sam's Ark. Okay, that was a stupid joke. <laughs> but um, at least the reason I'm doing it, though, is because they need to copulate me. And, um, that was another one, but I won't delete it because I'm, I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> uh, but oh, Ark. Speaking of Ark, I wanted to thank the people over at um, the Ark Animal Clinic for taking care of my little Harold. Um, as a lot of you might already know from my other website, my poor little dog Harold was recently hurt by another puppy dog. I mean, it's, and it's not Buster's fault, which Buster's the other dog. It just happened. They got into a fight, Buster got a hole of his mouth and made a pretty deep cut inside of um, Harold's mouth and it got really badly infected and just within a few hours and I couldn't control the bleeding and I thought for a while that he might be in serious trouble but thanks to the people over at the Art Animal Clinic they did a great job of just healing Harold up very quickly and Harold's now home with me um, I just let him out to go and roam free a second ago while the music was playing um, just so he could go to the restroom and such. But he's doing great, folks, and thank you for your concerned emails about my little one. But he is doing just fine now, and he says hello to everyone out there, and I'm sure he'll make a very strong return. I'm actually thinking about interviewing him next week. I guess we'll see how that goes. <laughs> um, but now I would like to talk about the wonderful band Samantha Crane and the Midnight Shivers. They are my featured band for this week, and I'm featuring them, number one. They just had a new full-length album that came out on the 28th, which you should all go out and get, which is called Songs in the Night. It's an absolutely amazing album that I'm sure everyone will really enjoy in their collection. But I'd like to start off by playing the very first song on the album. So just take a listen, and this song's called Rising Sun, and I believe you guys will all really enjoy it. So here we go. I will give into the dark clouds, and I will sing with the fog in my throat.
Shivers with their song Rising Sun. And again, that album, the new album is called Songs in the Night. But this past month, I think it was about a month and a half ago, I had the amazing opportunity um, of touring for a while with the whole crew. And we toured with William Elliott Whitmore, which I've played his music here before on the podcast. Which, man, that boy can play a banjo. I'll tell you what, he's quick, he's good too. Pretty dreamy, if you ask me. But, um, he, he, okay, I won't go anymore into that. But, yeah, I just wanted to feature her. She's actually a fellow Oklahoman. She is from Shawnee, Oklahoma. She is Native American, and she's just absolutely beautiful. You are, Sam. You're very beautiful. <laughs> um, but her music, I find, is deep-rooted in Oklahoma. And it has, it mentions different quirks about Oklahoma and such things as our wonderful state bird, the scissor tail. 
um, seeing has some great lyrics having to do with scissor tails and Tornado Alley. If many of you do know, we have quite a few tornadoes here in lovely Oklahoma. But her and the boys, which is Stephen, Jacob, and Andy, love you guys, um, they compiled to make just some really beautiful noises. And for the second track I'd like to play, this is their title track um, off of the album, and the songs are called Songs in the Night. And I believe all you folks will really enjoy this. So just sit back, soak it in, and here we go. <laughs> myself every time. I can hear it a million times and just decide to say along. Um, but that song, again, it was called Songs in the Night. It's the title track from their album, Songs in the Night. It is one of my favorites. I really enjoyed the first one, of course, too, we played, which was Rising Sun. But you folks, you just need to get out and get that album. Um, I would not steer you wrong on this album. It's becoming quickly one of my favorites. And Sam will be touring quite a long time. I know she's touring with Langhorn Slim coming up and the Ava Brothers. Woohoo! 
both really great bands and I hopefully will have the great opportunity to join them for a short time again on the road. Not sure with which which band, but I need to do a little planning when it comes to that. But per chance, maybe, whenever I do, I will do a quick little fun interview with them folks. And I'll put it right here on the Early Bird Acres podcast. But yeah, just thank you so much for joining me here at Early Bird Acres and listening to me talk about farming and just life here on the farm and the wonderful tunes that I try to play for you folks and just entertain you through all of your creative endeavors. And join us next week when we're going to be talking about, um, actually, you know what, just change my mind. We're going to go ahead and interview my dad next week. Yeah, my dad is my hero. He is a wonderful, wonderful man. And he is very excited to tell the world about his new miniature cattle that he's going to start raising and that he gets actually tomorrow. I'm very excited for him. And Daddy-O, if you're listening to this, your little girl loves you. But if you guys want to contact me, you're welcome to contact me at youknowsamlamb at yahoo.com, which is Y-O-U-K-N-O-W, samlamb at yahoo.com. And now I'm going to, oh, another thing. One more thing before I leave you folks. I am in a craft fair coming up called Deluxe, and it happens um, this Saturday, which I believe is the 9th, and that happens at the State Fair um, area in Oklahoma City at the Centennial Building. But you're always welcome to Google Deluxe OKC to look up all the information on that. But it's like 40 to 50 wonderful crafters and artisans just coming out and selling wonderful goods and so if you guys are in the Oklahoma City area I recommend you guys should come out and just take a gander it's from 12 to 6 but now I will leave you guys with a song it's by a wonderful Oklahoman band called Kings of Leon and this song is called Manhattan and it's off their album Only by the Night so you folks just have a wonderful 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 week coming up and um just know that I love you guys, and thank you for all being concerned about Harold, and I just wanted to mention that I picked this next song for another reason. Since it's called Manhattan, I thought it only appropriate to let all you folks in New York know that I'll be headed out there in a few weeks for a photo shoot, so email me if you want to meet up for coffee or something, and I always like to meet new people in New York, and, and hello to my friends that are expecting me, and I can't wait to see all of your beautiful faces. This song is a dancing song. It's one that I enjoy dancing around the house to at all times, or on the rare occasion I stay up past 9 o'clock, I'll go out and dance to it with my friends. But just enjoy this song, folks, and above all, remember to love life. Because if you look around, it's obvious how it aches to love you. And I will talk to you guys next week. Here from Early Bird Acres. I love you guys. Here we go. Mm-hmm.